Welcome to Yeah But Still. Let's just start Woo. off. Uh, let's start hot right now. We got a returning guest. Uh, maybe one year later. Welcome. I think it's been a year. One year later, one season later. Everybody, welcome back, Rami. Oh, dude. Yusef. Yeah, Rami, Rami Yusef. Yusef. <laughs> that was an awkward intro, dude. That was great. I like <laughs> it. Sure I kind of like Brandon? the idea of wondering like, if I'm a one-name Dude, I think you could be a one-name guy. I could. Yeah, so it was kind of cool. You could just claim the name for yourself. <laughs> yeah, if I could take it from Rami Malik, that that would be kind of a crazy dude, coup. I think you could 100% take it from him. <laughs> you should uh, get into uh, domain squatting. Yeah, you need to domain squat Rami as Rami Malik.org. Rami Malik. <laughs> I'd say the, .net. The people would be with you in terms of taking the name if you just wanted to alpha him. Because I really? think, yeah, you could. I, he, he's, he's an Oscar, though. Yeah, I don't know. It's not in a fun way. Well, he's this not, is, he's not mean, a fan favorite. Last, first, time, first time you came on no golden globe now you're back you've got a golden globe the ybs bump well maybe yeah maybe if you guys can ybs bump me into that upper like malik echelon that'd be dope (laughs) i'm i think yeah yeah, i think you need to come for his head uh i mean that's probably that's like the funniest part of being the one name person is like for everybody else that has the name it's just like you're just claiming it did you see the documentary about uh madonna johnson no <laughs> is that real that's not, no that's it's not okay real. i see i fall for everything <laughs> i saw the i saw the i saw the uh shit that she posted on twitter this week oh my god that rocked did you see that Wait, what was it in the Where midst she, the midst of her, like the protests dude like yeah. literally target is on fire and she posts a video because she has an adopted black son and she mm. posts this video of him dancing without music I'm pretty sure. Was there music, Brandon? <laughs> no, I think there was like a Michael Jackson song in the background. Oh, yeah. There's like a Michael Jackson song in the background and he's like dancing around for like two minutes. Yeah. Wait, uh, and everybody was kind of just like, bro, man, what, what is this? <laughs> I mean, well, she set a precedent too. I mean, this is like, okay, wait, want me to read the tweet? This is the exact tweet. Yeah. Brutal murders travel around the world. My son, David, dances to honor and pay tribute to George and his family and all acts of racism and discrimination. Huge run sentence, by the way. Uh, and discrimination that happened on a daily basis in America. Hashtag David Banda. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. Hashtag Michael Jackson. Ugh. And like, yeah, it's it's a weird one. This is- Yeah, there is some music playing. But um, it- yeah, it was it's not a- it was not the time. <laughs> Well, it's such a weird time, man, because uh, no one knows how to be in a time like this. Like, it's it's really weird. The like the show came out um, yesterday. I still haven't posted about it. I mean, I posted a trailer way back, but I still haven't like done like a watch my thing because I just feel like an idiot. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's like weird. the right. world's falling apart, and I'm like, you know, it can take your mind off uh, Rami on Hulu. Like, like <laughs> I just feel like insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's like, it's really uh, yeah, it's not a, it's a, yeah, it's not like an okay time for self promo Mm -hmm. you can do it later um postpone it you know yeah um i mean people know i mean people know about it no no i'm not pressed about that it's just more like you get really um you still you just feel helpless i mean and and i've been trying to like donate money to people and do all that um but i also have gone down like the twitter like hole of who's doing i don't know if you saw that tweet of the video of the dude's seeing all these bricks laid out in front of one of these government buildings and they're like these bricks are never here why are there suddenly like all these bricks and yeah. so there's all these conversations about like well what's actually happening with the protests and all this stuff and like but it feels more elevated than like epstein convos like yeah. it feels like it could be real like and not saying the epstein stuff's not real but um uh, it, it feels more rami, grounded in, yeah like, Ra- rami on. came on the podcast to say that he thinks the epstein stuff is fake yeah <laughs> i would everything. never do that to your base everything I know how, about how it feel. i'm not trying to polarize myself but um i don't know about the epstein stuff it, it, it's all you know it's all it's all floating um <laughs> but yeah i mean to circle back madonna i mean she doesn't have a good history there was a period where she was like calling her son the n-word soft soft uh soft r but remember really? that yeah she was Wait, like soft tweeting. r or so- uh, what did you say soft a so- what is it soft a soft that, a it's a, a soft a hard r soft a hard r okay i mixed I've it up i've never heard i've i don't think yeah, there's such thing r. as a, 
Yeah, I don't think there's such thing as a soft R. Oh, excuse me for being unfamiliar. <laughs> Maybe you're a little f- too familiar. I think no, you're a little no, too no, familiar. No, no. I'm screwing no, it up because no, no. I don't even. I don't even think no, about no, the no. word. Cut that. Cut that. I don't even <laughs> think about it. Brandon knows all the no, rules. No, no, no. We got it. that's yeah. Not not the not the week. Um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah. No, it is. Uh, Rami, you're on. Like you checked. You checked Twitter because you're not. You you like you lurk. Right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I lurk. I, I'm a lurker. I think you've known uh, that for years. I right. I, uh, I have two Twitters, so I'm I'm totally. <laughs> I, I'm one of those people. I, the notifications and reading stuff and doing all that like about right. myself gets overwhelming. I log out of that one. Yeah. I have a, I have just like an NBA basketball Twitter where I follow <laughs> all the basketball people and then like a bunch of bots like Paul Jack and that kind of stuff. Like um, yeah. all these like like bots that are funny to me and like some meme accounts and stuff. I'm, I really love memes. So anyone I know who's kind of doing that on a quality level, whether it be like, you know, Instagram Patia or whether it be, you know, oh, on yeah, Twitter, you know, I mean, dude. We, we've we've talked about Patia's fantasy world at length, dude. I mean, just that, a legend. Yeah. The, um, that like series of posts where it's like my, like my dog gay, my dog gay, <laughs> I got look at my gay ass dog. <laughs> my gay ass dog keeps doing splits. It's, it's, it's like just, a picture of like a dog like doing the splits and like looking back at it. Yeah, and she's so wild because it's just it's like a mix of sixth grade humor and then really just funny now humor and it's just so good. But yeah, that's yeah, my my like, whole relationship is is with Twitter, all that stuff. Yeah, I'll, very I'll un very unhinged account. Oh yeah, without a doubt. But it's it's weird that like I like I remember the the fat Jew controversy like years ago sort of being being based around like th- this guy just posts stolen memes like all this guy does is fucking post he steals content and he uh puts his he captions it whatever and doesn't give you know doesn't give credit and i i you know i remember passively sort of being like yeah i don't know yeah fuck that guy and then like that's all patia does yeah well she's like she's great at posts like stolen memes from like facebook but like because it's like a little more niche i'm like no but i like this (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) like but but also the She's not trying to present as a comedic genius, I don't think. She's just like, no. she's she's presenting chaos. And I think like part of chaos right. is theft. I think that yeah. Jew was kind of presenting like, oh, I am a commentator on our culture. And then he started making wine and books and stuff. Right. Like, I think, yeah, with, yeah, exactly. Like, Fat Jew was like building a personal brand. Like stealing personally from comedians. Like, yeah. Like, which I think was, you know, in our circle. But yeah, people in our circle were talking about it. Like, it was... You know, we needed to do a form a comedian union so that we could right. strike against the fat jazz. Like, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like one thing. Well, yeah, one thing with the fat Jew is like I remember the the like controversy came back like mm-hmm. recently in a very small way, like maybe a month ago, where yeah. a bunch of like LA comedians were like fucking tweeting at Emrata, dude, being, but like, going at it with like Me Too energy. You know, like right. as if that's yes. what he had done. That was yes. the, the craziest it's part. So where they're funny. like, how is the world now falling apart? L- literally stealing you know, like this the worst guy, tweets. Like, we're just going to let him steal memes. Like, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> I think we will. Like, yeah. I don't think, like, <laughs> Wait, what was that, Jack? I was just saying like the posts aren't even good that he's taking too. <laughs> no, yes, it's exactly. Not your, it's not your material. Like, yes. it's a tweet. So it's weird. It's like, well, what were you going to make? Like, literally, what were you going to, were you going to play on making money? Were you going to get rich off of that? Like, damn, like peanut butter is Bay AF meme. Like, well, yeah, like, like, it's, it's literally like, it's like bad, bad, like when blank format jokes. Yeah. And like comedians get up in arms like he is like stealing from our livelihood and it's like he's not not really like you still and that is like sort of that's the thing about the internet is like if you're a comedian it's like well maybe don't put all your eggs into like twitter like yeah it's it's, it's so weird because people do get writing jobs off twitter and and he was making money off of it so i I get it, but I also, I guess this is why I'm not on Twitter. Back to the original question, which is, yeah. I'm not going to put my stuff out there. Like, I've never, it's, this isn't even like me being like, 
oh, well, I have a TV show now, so I don't have to tweet. I just never did it. Like, I just was like, let me work on a script. Yeah, yeah, let me yeah. work on, like, let me just go work on my stand-up. Let me do that kind of thing. Right. That's always been where I'm at. Um, but, I mean, look, there's people who are really good at but it. But you had, you had a phase, though. You had a phase where you were, like, on Vine and shit. I do. Okay, yeah. So, I Vined. I, I think I t- did a total of, like... I think I did like 15 videos or something and then I just took it all yeah. down and I was like, yeah, I'm not. I got, I was, it's so funny when you have like um, a period of your life, I feel like people talk back and they'll be like, yeah, there's like a time I was hanging out with some people who were doing drugs or there was a time where I was, just, and I, I like yeah. have this period where I was like, yeah, I was hanging with a bunch of Viners and, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, no. making all these short videos in the middle of the night. And it was, it like kind of wore on my soul. Like it, it's yeah. kind of like this like lost in LA period of my life. <laughs> Right, no, that that would weigh heavy on your spirit. I, I mean, I, I remember, yeah, like, yeah, I, I do remember one time, uh, mentioning like I don't know who I was talking about, but I was like, oh, what, like something about so and so, whatever, and you're like, oh yeah, I kind of, I know them from like the Vine community back <laughs> the in the community. day. And I was like, what the fuck? What, what? The Vine. Co- what (laughs) yeah dude it was it was crazy because it was all these it was and the weird thing was too they all came to la at the same time it was like the app took off then everyone moved and one of my buddies from college was part of it that's how i got roped in you know yeah i know somebody but they had the building on hollywood and vine it was like all these apartments behind the w hotel and they all lived there and it was just so funny because the app was called vine and they were on vine and it was just the scene (laughs) yeah you were in that did you like you were in that built you've been in that building oh dude yeah i mean like i and then i like it's it was just weird because you just go and then there was just days in a row where i would just see justin bieber every day and like talk to him about god and then watch him play piano and it was, it was just this really <laughs> Wait, weird what? please go on yeah, oh such a strange please go on strange... why was he was he because he was like making vines at the time he just he was friends with the crew and I, I will say this like i'm actually i actually i met a lot of great people there they're all really nice um it was just it, it it felt like just being on Wall Street or something. It was just it was everyone yeah. was, everything was moving fast, you know. And it was like we gotta we gotta like like the energy of like somebody figure out the most popular song and let's figure out a joke and let's make it six seconds. Like it, it had that kind of this energy of like we gotta up. post, we gotta post, <laughs> right. you know. And people were just like really like just we gotta get content up, you know. Uh, there was and and people were figuring out hacks. Because at the time, you couldn't up, you had to shoot it in the app. Like mm-hmm. you couldn't upload, but then someone found a thing, like a way to pre shoot videos and then upload them and do effects on them, which was like banned, but it was like a yeah. workaround. I mean, it would do, it was just crazy. Time, Wait, so ba- back up to Bieber. Why was Bieber there playing piano and talking to you about God? <laughs> um, well, he, he, he has this uh, business manager, really great guy, this guy, Johnny. And um, he, I think he's one of Justin's business managers, but then Johnny's also managed, you know, he's done a pretty good job of, of, of kind of monetizing some internet stuff, but they were all, it was just everyone was hanging out, you know, and, and I think Bieber just thought everyone was funny and, and wanted to chill. And Bieber uh, just showed up. Great, dude. I got to tell you, Justin Bieber <laughs> is so legitimately talented. It's scary. Like just truly uh, just yeah, unreal. I mean, of- unreal i know i know because it's like i feel like he's like someone people might want to like make fun of or something but then you watch no i don't think and you're like this guy is unbelievable like he's so good like what can you describe it i think oh what was that i said can you describe like what is it like like is it like when he sat down at the piano just kind of like you know plucking some keys type of thing or like what's the What's the talent? He's, he's he's like a virtuoso though. Any any instrument he picks up, he's unreal at it. His voice really? like, gives you chills. I mean, I've known that I've known that from the beginning when I like yeah. saw that doc. Yeah, dude. like that that video of him like uh, drumming as a oh. as a little kid. You know, like from the from the jump. But I've yeah. I've always been like I was always a Bieber contrarian. <laughs> in that, like uh, I think like um after after like enough years of i mean super early on you would always see like those youtube comments that are like you say justin bieber i say metallica (laughs) you say miley cyrus i say (laughs) acdc like those like copy copy paste comments and shit and like all of those comments like yeah justin bieber is gay and a girl and uh (laughs) you know like all of that shit and so like i i think yeah, super early. I, like from the beginning, I was like, guys, like ease up, ease up, ease up on this kid. You know, 
Yeah, but and, thank and God like, you were I there mean, for him. That new album, I, I think, is kind of it's kind of mid. You know, the the new Beaver album is like all the songs kind of sound the same to me. But Purpose, I think, is like perfect. Yeah, Almost he, perfect. he's got he's got a couple of like kind of perfect records. And I agree I mean, the new one. The new one is whatever. But I also like it's still better than a lot of things, too. Even like his yeah. mid is better than a lot of stuff. But he, he's just someone yeah. that I think will probably keep getting quality things from. All right, guys. For the rest of our lives. I, I, well, I started I, th- I started this conversation off because I was interested <laughs> in these kooky stories about you chilling with Bieber. Now you two are just in full pitchfork mode over here. Like, yeah, deep well, into listen, I do want to let me let me just say <laughs> to an audience that does not. Like, you don't know. Hey, don't don't speak for them. Like, yeah, they're you don't just describing the Bieber the albums. We're in the middle of a pandemic, and people are really open it. Yes, up. there's a lot happening right now. I'm sure, like a lot of people are hearing me and Rami talk about Bieber, and they feel seen. Yes, Justin feels okay. seen. Bro, like literally, okay, purpose, like, where are you now? Uh sorry. Oh man. And yeah. what do you mean? Three you, perfect singles. What do you Three mean? Three absolutely is, perfect singles. What do you mean is like it's so good. <laughs> it's like a fucking like perfect song. It's next level. But I will say, uh, there is this one song on purpose that is very bad called Children, where it's like it's it's like a it's like a fake woke song, right? Mm-hmm. But like he's not saying anything. Yeah. Like where it's a it's like a very uh it's like a very just empty <laughs> empty song posturing is a song that like means something and the hook is like look at all the children. The children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. Think of all the children <laughs> we can change. We're the generation. It would be the one to fight for it. Was it where the inspiration? Do you believe enough to die for it? Right, like, I'm, with, I'm with I'm with Jack now. This probably should end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys, yeah we I'm should like, probably <laughs> stop talking. Just literally <laughs> describing Beaver good and bad. Yeah, it has Beaver to be song. some side effect as to what's <laughs> happening in Minnesota that we're like going down some weird nostalgia Beaver. No, uh, where thing. I think yeah, I think where I'm coping. Like we're definitely yeah, coping. yeah, absolutely. Because I've I've just been like inundated with it all day. Like I've literally all last night and then like this morning i was just like watching like hours and hours of footage and uh so then i I think like i wake up and then i'm like i want to be a baby again you know can can, can i ask you something i have legitimately i've also by the way with with regards to bieber i've i've made a very conscious effort to not like i used to have a fucking joke about going to a bieber concert and like i made a very conscious effort to never talk about bieber again in stand-up or whatever but i i slipped you know we you got me you got me thinking we all have a past <laughs> what were you gonna say um, you know <laughs> oh my, my so the question i was gonna ask you guys is uh maybe this is a side effect to the stuff that's going on but do you do you ever like literally just legitimately find yourself crying looking at this stuff i genuinely cried i i, I felt so are you, you crying like or the protests you, you of course yeah, about the protest stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've gotten like really emotional from it, but I don't think I'm like a good case study because I've like never been. It's I've like I'm famously have like had trouble crying before. So, you mm. know what I'm saying? Um, even even in death, like, yeah. like someone dying and you're like, I'm, I'm just like, like, yeah, you're holding it. But in. no, I mean, it's been very overwhelming seeing this. Yeah. What about you, Brandon? I mean, I. With the the brutality, but not necessarily the protests. I I think is, um, I've that's like that's made me feel uh maybe some relief even yeah yeah I don't know like I hope yeah people people like something finally most, happening. Yeah. It's like there's two ways. I don't want to analyze it too much on yeah, but still, but um yeah. I mean, you could look at it two ways. It's like very extreme, the response, but it's also kind of sad if like people did nothing and just took it, you know? Yeah. It's surprising that yeah, this hasn't happened sooner, I guess. So in a way, it's like... I wonder if part of it too is like just being so cooped up. You oh, know, yeah. We've been yeah. quarantine cooped up for so long as well. And I feel... I, I've, I definitely feel... Um, in the weird the weirdest emotional state i've ever been in and then yeah. you watch that floyd video and yeah i mean yeah it's 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 so well, overwhelming. i i haven't um i mean the 
I I do think uh, reap. I I think like posting like calls to action is good, and I I think we should probably like list some like funds you can donate to in the yep. in the episode description. But um, yeah, I I think like I mean especially like white people reposting the videos it's it's like you don't don't do that yeah just like post yeah post like the post the stuff where you like people can help but like uh making people like relive traumas uh you yeah know, it doesn't help uh yeah it really doesn't i know a lot of people and it's funny because i have different people in my life who I, I would never repost something like that but it's it's i know people who will never want to see the video of anything and then I yeah. know people who are like on live leak watching the craziest stuff that happens all over the world. Like I have friends who just watch murder. You know, I, I don't know if you've ever been on there. Oh, it bro, I've seen it. Oh, I'm very familiar I've with seen the, the whole website. <laughs> you guys have. But yeah, leak. but that's another thing. But yeah, in terms of that's also. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say that's another thing like. Unfortunately, I've been desensitized. That the desensitization uh, that, that that's like only taken me so far. There's been some videos like from current events recently that I've seen that have just like stunned me. But mm. I did unfortunately see horrible stuff online growing up when we were really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch like a beheading. Yeah, when you're like ten, and just like a guy getting like, like sniped. Yeah, it was like really yeah. stupid. But anyway, I don't want to get too off track again because um, I do want to talk about your show. I literally just watched the first episode, so I'm fresh. Brandon, <laughs> I think, has managed to finish the entire second season, right? I did watch. Well, Rami had a he had a virtual premiere. Okay. On like, was it Thursday? It was Thursday night. Yeah, yeah it was Thursday. They like sent. Um, it was it was like really great. It was uh they they sent like Egyptian food. And then you like just watched it on your. Thing. How was the food? And what's that? Was it was great. Well, I mean, uh, you had it. Did, did you not have it? So I've been to that restaurant a bunch, but it was so funny because I didn't get a virtual premiere of like my own thing, and I and uh, <laughs> they yeah. never they didn't send me any of the <laughs> yeah, food. Yeah. And I think I I think I slipped through the cracks. Uh, but uh, no, Damn. I'm so glad. I love that restaurant. What restaurant? It's called Cafe Dahab. Okay. In L.A. Yeah. Nice. Oh, man, it's so good. Would you yeah. Would you eat? It's, it's very good. What'd you eat? Yeah. Oh, what did I? It, it was like, uh, what was it? Some like chicken rice. That what's that like macaroni thing? Oh, the in, in the rice. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, so man. that and uh, some like there was some baklava after. Nice. It was yeah. It was like a it was a nice situation. Episodes one through one through three and episode six, which is a standalone. But yeah. I I finished the I finished uh the whole second season. And I was I I texted you about it, but I was like, I gotta I gotta save it for the pod. But uh, it's so it's so fucking good, man. It really is. Uh, We're not even just blowing smoke up your ass. Like I love the show. Like I'm a fan. Uh, like, I was stoked to talk to you about it. And um, I mean, I just watched the first episode of season two, but it's already good. I mean, bro, I'm I'm watching it too. And I'm like, how much, how much of this is based off real events? Because if so, <laughs> I have some questions. You know. Uh, I mean, I know. think we talked about the cousin stuff. Did we? The, we talked the, a little bit about the, the cousin last stuff. episode. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, there's a lot of um, you know, I don't want to give spoilers, but there's a lot of um, there's a lot of porn and masturbation in episode one. Yeah, your care, your character is jerking off quite a bit in the show. Yeah, he's got a bit of a porn addiction. Um, it was something that I think we were trying to craft. You know, this season. We really wanted, uh, we introduced this character of Sheikh Ali, played by Mahershala Ali. Very good, by the way. He's amazing. I, I want, mean, I want him, yeah, to, so I, I want to know a version of him. I was watching that scene with him and he's like just guiding you with intense force. I'm like, yeah. man, I want this. Maybe I need and to you convert. Know, it, it really, that feeling, you know, we were really excited about creating and um, we wanted to figure out. You know, I felt like when we left season one, season one was really aspirational. It was really my character hoping and trying to figure out who he is. And then we wanted season two to be really transformational where he, he kind of realizes, oh, wait, I have to make a change. I, I kind of know who I am and I don't like it. And then there's all these things I'm doing and I'm acting out. And and so we kind of lean into his intimacy problems. And um, I think the breadcrumbs are really there in the first season. Like we kind of see the in his middle school episode, he's kind of using 
jerking off as this escapism thing. And then, you know, I think he uses sex a lot as escapism. But we kind of wanted to dig him in the deepest hole that we could. And and it felt like an interesting drug of choice to be addicted to porn and to kind of want to feel like, okay, I want to not be in that place and not um, act out that way. And so, um, yeah, it felt more interesting to me than drugs or, or, or drinking or anything like that just because i feel like yeah, you've seen so much of that well and it's also like uh you don't do any of those things in exactly real life. but you you know you are addicted to jacking off <laughs> no you know there in real life i'm i'm not but i feel like there were periods where i probably was for sure because really sure. the, the, the one i mean thing, a- anyone anyone yeah and i think there's like yeah. the this thing in um there's this line that that does feel really real to me where my character says um to the sheikh that he watched porn because he didn't want to have sex before marriage and so his idea of sex just basically got warped because he he never really intended on having the real thing for a while and that's really real to me like i remember you know i feel like people a lot of people have sex in high school like whatever it might be i didn't until my 20s but um, yes, sir. So We're all in the same too, club. Right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah 21. Oh, I, was, I was before 20. <laughs> yeah. I was before 20, just not in high school. But, dude, but it, wait, I how, spent... how old were you? How old were you when you lost your virginity? Me? Yeah, I was, I, I was um, 21 or 22 as well. Yeah. You were 21 or 22. How, how old were you, Jack? 18, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I spent so much time thinking I wasn't ever going to do it until I got married. So, like, in my head, I had this timeline of it happening, like, oh, I'm not going to have sex till like, my mid-20s or early 30s, whatever it might be. Um, yeah. So so the only real relationship I had with it for a while was porn. And it does, and, it, and that's, you know, that's weird. It's, it, that's, like, a right. weird space oh, it's, to be in. And it's also, it's something that, like, I mean, generations after us, Right, you know, like these Gen Z kids, they're they're coming out the gate, they're watching wild shit, wa- watching watching, you know, whatever uh, you know, pornography yeah. they're watching at very high speeds, yeah, much higher speeds than than we were, and then the fir- first time they have sex, they're just like, that their perception of sex is so warped. Yeah. Right. Because like that's like that's like not what that's not what uh you know that's not what your first time having sex is. Gonna, she's not gonna be trapped gonna under be the like, she's not gonna be trapped under the table. You yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's yeah, not yeah. gonna be trapped. That's under actually the... how I. Yeah. That is how I lost my virginity. Is my my stepmom was stuck under the table. Yeah, well, and it was Thanksgiving. I think there's like <laughs> maybe it might even be different for you, Brandon. And I forget exactly how old you are, Rami. But like. I think, like, I had a slightly different experience growing up with it just because, like, we're not... Our age difference isn't that big, but, like, internet speeds got, like, right. way better. Like, because when I was first, like, discovering it, like, I was, like, 28K modem. Like, the yeah. shit I... The shit <laughs> yeah. we could access was, like, four pixels. Like, literally, just, like... <laughs> it was... I mean, we were watching it, but it was, like barely recognizable as like a human you know just like you're watching like really <laughs> pixelated shit and um i also remember just like other dumb ways i was because i mean it was scarce kind of but like i remember some kid would like figure out how to put porn on like an ipod video or whatever and like bring it in <laughs> so or like uh yeah. you know like like weird devices like that so i felt like i was always at that age i was always seeing it in like a very like not very realistic uh medium so you're like all sex happens on a microsoft zune there was some yeah there was like something <laughs> silly about it every time like uh, seeing it on a zune just being like yo check this shit <laughs> oh, out oh yeah my friend my friend chicala romeo i don't know if i <laughs> i will say his full name i think he will I, he will honestly appreciate it yeah he will honestly he i think he <laughs> that is this is a situation where i think i'm not i'm not doxing out of turn i think my friend Chicala Romeo will appreciate me saying his full name. He uh he was like my you know he's he's like a, he was like an anime kid you know tall you know but like cool, he was cool he was like a cool tall black guy whatever he would always come into the school bus and like just pull up porn on his PSP. Oh yeah, and the just PSP. like post up. <laughs> yeah, because there was like, like they had to do the back, like, playing porn on his PSP. He had to put and, work um, into that. 
Like he had What's to, that? He had to put work into that. Like he probably had to like yeah. do some, well, you know, write some code or at least install I some know. to, you know, enable. There's like certain devices didn't want you to play back your own videos. So. Yeah. I also, I, I just remembered, I mean, like I think a lot of kids now are probably seeing it like, uh, like at an ungodly early age. Yeah, you just yeah, got yeah, it on yeah. your right? phone whenever you but want. I, I, I had, my parents had AOL, like the AOL browser. So they had parental controls. Mm. And so like I couldn't I couldn't see shit until like I got to an age where like I did not have those parental controls anymore. But like see, when my I still had to didn't pro- know about that, bro. They didn't I know I was I, I had it at like that's 11, fortunate. Like eleven. Man, God damn. Which, is, which feels yeah. too that feels too soon. That's way too early. Yeah, that's yeah. like too way too your your brain's like still being molded, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and yeah, so there's, I mean, yeah, I just remember like second grade, just typing in like AOL keyword swimsuit a lot. And that was like, that was, that was the, the, the raunchiest thing I could see at the time is just the SI swimsuit page. But then, you know, it's, it, it took it. I, I think I, I mean, we've maybe talked about, oh man, I, I think I've been I've publicly said that I ha- had not jacked off until 16. <laughs> yeah, of course. You've, this has been covered. It is <laughs> That's funny, on though. record. Yeah. 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 That's on record. I think I've expressed this in uh you, on yeah. multiple platforms. Yeah, for sure. I, I remember and that. And it it will be it will be used against me uh when I uh run for public office. <laughs> <laughs> this guy didn't jack off until he was 16. <laughs> Can he really he's make decisions late. for your family? He takes a long time to do things. And he's going to take a while. He's going to be late to fixing this city. We need a mayor that's on time. I I jacked off when oh. I was 10. And I'm ready to fix this city early. I'm ready to work. I was shooting I was shooting blanks. Yeah. I was I was coming air. I was coming air at 9 years old. Uh, no, what age what age What is This what? is very We're going very stern mode. Yeah. Yeah. Rami's Rami's gonna ride the Sibian in a second. <laughs> well, wait. What were we even asking um, him originally? It was okay. Well, the, we were talking about well, the, how, the old character. Are, how old were you when you uh, jacked off for the first time, Rami? I think it was I think it was like eleven, twelve, right around there. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you started early. Range. Um, and uh, can you even come yet at eleven? It. Yeah, it's not. It's <laughs> not what it is later. Like it, it definitely gets it. This like I would say like the volume uh, and the texture probably yeah gets more developed. But yeah, you can you could do yeah. something. But it, <laughs> poor, yeah. poor Rami right now. We're just yeah, like... <laughs> it's, it's, it's you know it's all forming. <laughs> we, um, and then at a certain point, you get old and it and it and it regresses. You know, but um, the um, the the thing. Yeah, I mean for us presenting it in the show as a real problem was interesting to me also because i think we're gonna have real conversations about like you were just saying what it does to our brains i think those are gonna be real combos in like 10 years if not sooner yeah because i think i think with a lot of stuff though i think even i mean i think right now though it's starting now but people are trying to act like you're trying to take away from the legitimacy of the adult business and stuff like that, which isn't really right. the conversation. That's not the conversation I'm having. It's more, we have no etiquette around technology in general. Like, I even think that we might look back and, you know, you know how they look back and they're like, can you believe that Coca-Cola used to actually have cocaine? You know, I, I think it'll be this yeah. combo of people used to watch a whole series in one night. It, like, like, how could you do that to your brain? Like, right. I, I really do think the way we consume stuff we don't even remember what it is like i can't like yeah I, it's like we we're the way we're using our phones you know i, I think there's going to be more etiquette around all this stuff it, we're kind of in this wild wild west of tech in the last you know 25 30 years where we haven't really developed any sort of understanding of what it does to our brains yeah and i i mean i i know that we're promoting a show where uh all the episodes came out <laughs> on the same night <laughs> But uh, like, I binge watching is it's unhealthy and it's like unbecoming and it's like not okay. <laughs> I disagree. Like I do think like I completely like disagree. I've, you're I mean, I mean you're talking I, to a binge watcher right here. What's but, that? No, but you're not though. You only saw the first episode. Oh, I mean, See, you're naturally pacing yourself out. I like it. Well, and a- incidentally, yeah. but that's only because I'm binging too many other shows. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've done some wild binges, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's like. 
I don't know. It's the word binge is like well, yes. There's shame in that. Yeah. <laughs> and I I think that we've somehow like taken the shame away. Uh, people should have more shame. I think that shame <laughs> is like it's Dude. it's powerful and it's it's very important. And I think that it's yeah, the lack of shame happening is like wild to me. As legitimately my favorite comic, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco says, "Aren't you embarrassed?" <laughs> Wait, is he is he legitimately your your favorite? He is. Yeah, right now. I wouldn't say all time, but I think right now he's yeah. the clearest, funniest. Like you just get what's going on. I, I mean, he's I'm such a fan. I, I went and saw him at Madison Square Garden. I, I, that's how oh, much yeah? I love him. Yeah, and he was unbelievable. The the I've I saw the VMA monologue, which I thought was like bananas. Oh, I didn't <laughs> see it. Which is like. I mean, it's not. I I I don't think it's good. <laughs> no, I can't imagine like, it being good. I, he's he's not even. Yeah. Uh, if you ever watch a late night but, set of his, it's not. He's yeah. not supposed to be there. Like he he's supposed right. to be. He's an arena comic. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's that's arena, where he you should be Watching him do an hour at a at, in an arena. Legendary. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's definitely he's he sells it. He yes. is. That is something that I admire a lot. Is that he does like sell it. Because that is, it, at some point, I, I do hate that it became cool to, like, just not give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is, and so there is, like, something that, you know, I think, like, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I admire it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, I speaking of jacking off and the show and porn. Yes going going full circle on this i before we i mean there's i watched all of season two and i i loved it and we've we've talked about whatever and we'll talk about season two in more detail but before i watched season two i did go back and i watched the pilot again just like catch up Mm -hmm. uh just to like refresh and in like the first minute of the first episode of the first season you do show feet, right? <laughs> yeah. You show feet, you're washing you're washing your feet. And I looked into it, I was like, oh Rami, you know, Rami, he's got this like big show, he's got a big prestigious show, he's you know, whatever, you know. He's probably got a WikiFeet men page. Uh-huh. Right? You're not on WikiFeet men. What? <laughs> Which is shocking. Wow. It is shocking to me. That nobody has made a WikiFeet men page for Rami. I mean, he shows feet in like the first episode of the show. Mm. I mean, I mean they're, I maybe they're so. Available. It feels like a huge, huge uh, snub. Well, it feels, feels like to a, me personally, I'm just like I think that's that seems like a failure of Hulu marketing on some level. You know, like where <laughs> yeah. I, I got to call them and be like, guys, what do we, what do we really want to get this show out there? Or what, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, get to it's work. It's kind of it's. It's kind of crazy that they're, yeah they're not sending screeners to WikiFeet men. <laughs> yeah, they're sending to WikiFeet corporate headquarters. Release? How do we not send them that Egyptian meal? Yeah, <laughs> I mean one of our listeners. I said yeah, one of our listeners will probably take care of that. <laughs> oh yeah, the that's yeah Start listeners at home. Yeah, somebody somebody make a WikiFeet men page for Rami because <laughs> one of you somebody's been leaking all of the Patreon pics to WikiFeet men. And oh, so, so you know, funny. we got we we need to get a, a page going for for Rami because he does show feet in the in the first app. So yeah, <laughs> wait, I want to talk more about the show. Brandon okay. sent me a a news item that said uh, Lindsay Lohan. You you briefly uh, got Lindsay Lohan to agree to make a cameo on the show or something like that. What's yeah. the backstory there? Yeah, there there was conversations about. Um, I mean, she said yes, you know, and I think it was it, it was a very in depth convo. We talked for about I think we talked for about forty five minutes or an hour, and um, I was just really happy to talk to her, get to know her. She was so sweet, really excited to be part of it, and she's been living, I think, in Dubai. And oh yeah, the timing worked out where she was going to oh. be in New York. And so, so we were really pumped. And then um, we're like, okay, cool. The timing aligns. Talk to her agents. They're down. She's on the call sheet. And then, but I just kind of kept having this feeling where I was like, is she really going to come? Is she not? A couple of days before I start messaging her, 
we call her agents and they're like, yeah, no, no, she'll be there. We're, you know, we're just trying to figure out, you know, certain things or whatever. And then, um, yeah, day of not there, which, which at a certain point you were kind of like, well, yeah, if she hasn't done a fitting or whatever, but we still had her on the call. She just the optimist in me where I'm like, I think I really think she's going to come. And, uh, so it didn't, she didn't come. And then now it became this thing. I said it offhandedly because someone was asking me about the, um, formation of this episode in which we have Mia Khalifa and I was kind of talking about some things we had been trying and that didn't work out and uh so I just said it offhandedly it turned into this huge press thing and then it turned into this thing you know uh, where I said as well that I'd heard she converted to Islam uh and I called her one of my favorite Muslims what? and then uh <laughs> and then Dina Lohan um refuted it actually like two days ago where she was like we we turned you know her agents turned down that role immediately and Lindsay has what? never been a muslim yeah which is like not true it's like i and but i'm not gonna about like, the muslim yeah i saw that that instagram live video where she goes up to the 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 family oh boy Do you know what i'm talking yeah, about I know. no oh she's man. like she's speaking in like an accent yeah, so here's the thing about her accent, and I, I've done a deep dive on this. She's been living <laughs> in the Gulf for so long that she uh -huh. kind of is speaking English the way people who speak a mixture of Arabic and British speak English. So it's like this thing where, you know, again, like when you hang out with certain people, certain things, you know, like we all have all had our, a Vine phase. Um, but she, um, I, you know what I, I will say, what I felt really bad about was that off comment I made got more press than anything about my show and and I was just like it was in every magazine and people all this stuff uh -huh. it, it was truly like a tabloidy thing um, right. and I was like man I feel bad for her it's like there I said it in passing I'm not trying to like kick someone while they're down I genuinely want yeah. her to be on the show I'd love to have her in season three uh, and they were just so excited to be like she's a flake look at this she's a flake and yeah, I'm like, it sucks. man it's so it sucks man like that's yeah, not they're that's not Vultures. where I was coming at it from. Dude, that's they are, but, you know, if that was the, the most marketing you got, maybe you need to learn from that and just be like, man, we tried to get Kim Kardashian on the show and, like, <laughs> she didn't answer her phone, you know? I just thought it was fucked up. She didn't answer her phone. Like, yeah, I tried yeah. to call. Yeah, just know? go fucking full full TMZ media manipulation mode. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Wait, so but yeah, but you guys no, talked that, on the phone. Well, You and Lindsay. Oh, what was that, Jack? Like you guys were chit chatting personally, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Weird how you have like there's like an internal gauge for like you could tell somebody's gonna ghost, where you just know <laughs> like there's no, even if there's no evidence, you could just kind of be like, yeah, they're they're gonna ghost, they're gonna ghost. You just have a feeling, right? It's like I a mean, sixth sense. She was so enthusiastically into it that I I knew the odds were. Like I, I I spent probably two weeks trying to get her number. That was mm -hmm. the first thing where I was like, okay, yeah. I feel like I should be able to figure out how to get her number, and I did. Um, and it, it, yeah, the way I got it was like I was just talking to a bunch of people, and then and then it someone just had it, and and so connected me with her, and so it was kind of surreal to be on the phone with her because I'm like, man, I've actually been a genuine fan of this person like my whole life, like, and now I'm asking her to be on my show. It's one of those things where, yeah, if you told kid you uh, that yeah. you know you were gonna have a TV show and Lindsay Lohan was gonna maybe be on it, you, I, I it was super surreal, um, and so I think I was just really, I was living in the optimism of maybe this will work out or timing, you know crazier things have happened um and then yeah then it became kind of clear that it wasn't gonna happen <laughs> you were a, you were a big uh lohan fan back in the day dude a parent trapped all the time every weekend oh so like Brandon. from parent i mean i'm 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 more of a i'm an oh four man he's myself. more of a perverted way in a perverted way <laughs> i'm more of a i'm more a of an a haram way lohan man yeah myself you know, <laughs> it's not you know <laughs> But you know, you know ever to each his own. To each his own. To each his own. Maybe. But I mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I, you know, she, she is like a great actress. Unbelievable. Like, yeah, no, she is like so good at acting. So like, she, like, legitimately. You no, know, no, like real comedic also, timing and charm and. Yeah. No, like a hundred percent. You go back and watch Mean Girls, and it's like. Oh yeah. Know, Was that her last big movie? No, I mean, well, stuff. there was Herbie. There was Herbie fully loaded the season, the the year after. That was after Mean remember, Girls. 
I, I remember being like too old. That was after Mean Girls. Bro, we know all about I, Herbie fully loaded for oh, you. Oh, yeah. You don't I've, need to I've talk, talked about this on the podcast. Ta- don't, Rami, you don't need but, to talk about that movie. Ad, yeah, I mean, I was, I, was, I was like slightly too old. And then I was like, Mom, let's, we should go see Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> uh, but they, do you know this? They digitally decreased the size of her breast in Herbie fully loaded so that it would be G rated because oh. they wanted it. They were like, people are going to get too horny. It's, it's a, it's a very sad fact. <laughs> that's cra- That's, that's the kind of thing that makes you realize, man, America is very like really prudish. It's uh, it's like because yeah. I'm always like everyone's like oh man yeah the Middle East and so sexually repressed and I'm like have you do you know what they did to her be fully loaded like do you even understand yeah. like what's <laughs> going on in this country like right under your, yeah, right you, under our own dude, eyes dude you you really nailed it in the in the Mia Khalifa episode mm. there's like kind of a I did not you, see that you, one you, yet. she has what's that I did not see that one yet oh yeah it's it's very good there's a she has like kind of a monologue where she gets into that yeah. How you know the the people that are wagging their finger, are the same ones clicking the vids. Mm, true. I mean, it's all it's all very it's a very uh you know shame based cycle. Yeah. Was yeah yeah was Mia Khalifa? Does she play the role that you wanted Lindsay Lohan to play, or is, were those connected in any way? You mentioned her earlier. They were in the same episode, but no, it was Mia was was going to be Mia, um, and so. Yeah, I'd actually had Lindsay an idea. was not playing herself. Lindsay was gonna be playing herself as well too. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, in in a different context, but it um, yeah, Mia. I had had an idea for her in season one that didn't pan out, and then it. I'm really happy it didn't pan out because, again, because the show is talking so much about porn and stuff this season, it felt really um, yeah, it, it was like nice synchronicity to be able to to have her. And um, she was great, man. Such a such a sweet person, so um, so kind, and really took it seriously. Was memorized on time. Just just everything you like struggle to get from people who are like you know, it's it's like really just <laughs> right. showing up with like true um, true eagerness, true kindness, and and she did a really good job. And so it was it was a really good experience. It is like, I haven't seen oh, yeah. that episode. I'm sure just from what I know about your show, I'm sure it's like in a really intelligent and like meaningful way, her appearance. I'm sure she, her character, but it is funny. Like I'm kind of imagining you walking into uh, the writer's room whenever you had that idea, just be like, guys, I need to do something. And I have like this awesome idea. <laughs> Does anybody have Mia Khalifa's phone number? <laughs> this is, it's for the show. It's yeah, for, the, for show. the show, like no yeah. Other reason. But I should call her. Actually, I should be. The, I think I should be the one, and maybe Lindsay Lohan too. You know, I mean, this is the thing about Lindsay too, and and me. You know, it, these are people who've been through a lot. I mean, yeah. they've really been. They've been beaten up by the media. They're they're yeah. they've been turned into punchlines in this way. And the intention to bringing Lindsay on, same thing with Mia, is to complicate the context. You know, it's not like I'm on like um. It was on theme with what we were doing in the show. It's not like I'm on like a redemption tour for people or anything like that. But anytime that we can kind of like complicate any sort of stereotype or any sort of conception, it's just interesting, especially yeah. when it like ties in Which our is, story. No, I, I uh, appreciate it a lot because it is there is like, uh, I don't know, I, the way the public has treated both of these women. I mean, well, me- the public is generally just like mean and dumb mia khalifa especially it's generally just like a lot of like cruel stupid angry people mia khalifa is like her public persona is like hyper real where like she's become such a meme that like memes there's memes about the memes of mia khalifa to the point where there's been like mia khalifa controversy that's like so fake that it's like five layers fake where it's just like barely has anything to do with her and then there's like memes about those like there's that big TikTok song that's like I think was like originally a diss track against Mia Khalifa, but it was like a diss track based huh. on something that was fake and like a fake Mia Khalifa tweet. Like she's like really yes. done nothing and there's just like this whole fake Mia Khalifa that's like been like memed, you know? Yeah, man, and it's you also I couldn't hear even her imagine talk about like how what happened happened and you're like, ah, oh, she she it was 
this was she was she did not have some master plan or something like that she wasn't trying to be no. malicious or anything it's it's so it's it um yeah man people get caught up in stuff yeah it's it's surreal um i mean yeah i think you you handle all that stuff very well on the show i mean it's like a show that is like um i don't know i i think like i'm so used to like so much of tv especially like right now in like the current cultural moment is like so didactic and like tell you know like they're this this is a show that is like it's nuanced and it's like messy and you know it's you know it's it's great it's a great show well thank you man no it's it's always this like fine fine recipe of trying to not be preachy but also trying to not be disrespectful because because it's like i don't like i don't want to treat anything with disrespect i don't want to like you know really punch anyone while they're down and and i think comedy so many of the conversations are around punching down and around you know pc and all that stuff and i just think like i really do think you can tell any joke if you earn it and i think the way to earn it is by making it fleshed out in a real way where you're recognizing the humanity of what you're talking about and then you can make the right joke and so i I think that we're constantly walking that tightrope um it's not that you can't um, make any commentary about someone who's trans. It's not like you can't right. talk about what's what's surrounding the culture and understanding concepts like that, or, or really getting to know people like that. Um, but it's just like, yeah, how how are you going to do it? You know that that's right. that's the more important thing. Yeah, like I think like a lot of the conversations around comedy are people talk about it as if like the only two choices are being like Sam B or Andrew Schultz, you know, and it's like. Yeah, there's like space for nuance, you know, Um, but like because like you guys like acknowledge that Trump exists, but like in a very subtle way. Yeah. Like I think that you guys have like handled Trump better than like most TV shows, you know? Yeah. You don't want to be defined by it. Right. Exactly. Like it's just uh, it's like it's in the undercurrent, but like whatever you know it's never it's never the focal point mm-hmm. yeah and it would be like it's it's smart too to do that because it would be weird to watch a show now where they like won't shut up about george w bush or something you know <laughs> right yeah where it's like regardless of what it meant at the time it's just like yeah I'm, i don't know i don't can't remember what specific george bu- w bush moment you're talking about right now <laughs> like on this show um it was it um wait was it the what episode is, is that's episode six right they yeah which is like, oh, I mean, I won't like spoil it, but there is, it's a lot of, it's, it's a, it's a very good episode, you know, kind of getting into like the, you know, the immigrant experience and the, you know, the trans experience and how like sometimes, I don't know, wires, wires get crossed and like there's, <laughs> you know, there like people aren't really listening to each other sometimes and like. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's really yeah. It's really about digging into yeah, um, understanding each other. You know, I think there's like a lot of different, whatever, different walks of life in this country that not only are not understood um, from like a general population place, but like don't understand each other too. And so it's yeah, it's also it kind of like you know it's this thing that we also look at in the show with racism, where I think there's always this dialogue where it's like it's white people versus all other people of color. And, and that's not right. really true. It's kind of like white people are just the best at racism. Like they've institutionalized <laughs> it and they kind of like are the most professional at it. <laughs> you know, like, like it's yeah. like, the, like white, it's like the NBA of racism. And then everyone else is like <laughs> in like a really shitty Euro league, like trying to be racist. Yeah. But like, if you talk to, you know, Arabs, there's a ton of anti-blackness, and and there's a, a ton of they'll they'll talk shit about Indians, and it's and, so much and, more. Your uncle, you know, your uncle on the show, that's a that's yeah, a prime example. Great you know, That's why that that's yeah. why that character is there, so we can like understand like, oh man, like this is not cool, you know, and this is this is in our yeah. in our communities, and we need to talk about it. We can't just act like white people are the problem. And yeah, and, it's a very it's a it's a very empathetic show in a way that's like not never preachy. Right. Well, it never tells you what to think. It's so much like multi-directional in the Middle East, I think, too. From what I've been told is that like the uncle character is really funny. He has like some funny moments where he says stuff about like Jews where it's like 
kind of just like your character's like confused. You're kind of just like making yeah. faces. Like, what is he even like? I don't even understand his the racism he's talking about right now. It's yeah, like, yeah, he like he'll like yeah, he he had a thing about um yeah Jews driving or something. Like, yeah, it's like, where he's like, like a it real sounds, stereotype. You know, it sounds it's, nice. It's like, like making ones up. He's like, but the funny, the best thing about that is like for me is you you put a guy like that in and it just it's super algebraic, right? Because all my Jewish friends are like, dude, I have the same uncle. He hates Muslims. He just says all Muslims are terrorists and he just says this and that and that they've ruined the Middle East and and whatever it might be. So all this stuff exists everywhere on on a level. But again, um, white people are definitely the best at it. I mean, definitely in this country, definitely historically, if you look at colonialism, I mean, there's really nothing like that. (laughs) Um, And and it's, it's, you know, but, but I think it's important to look at the nuance too, because if if we just say the blanket of, and it's a weird umbrella, but let's say people of color, if we were all actually on the same page, um, the the argument and the battle would look a lot different. But I think because no. everyone's so fractured, but acting like it's only, um, you know, uh, it, it, it becomes harder. So I think it's, it's just about like going internal. And that's what the show always is. I mean, what, what you're saying, Brandon, about, you know, it's, it's to me, it's just making sure that I'm putting all the questions on my characters i'm not putting them on you know pointing a finger at whoever else because you can do that and and that's valid on a level but i find it to be less productive and less interesting um than putting the finger on this family that i've created because uh i I, that's who i want to talk to i want to talk to myself and i want to get right by myself so that um you know that could be hopefully a more productive contribution and you know yeah i mean another big difference too is that in terms of racism like a big contra a big factor in racism and discrimination of any kind is power and yep. with your uncle yes. it's like easier to laugh at because it's like his his racism is like petty and it's like his racism is directed towards like the other guys who run like the jewelry booths they're Next like his peers yeah. that are like his <laughs> yeah. friends, but it's like he can't actually really do anything. To, like his opinions of them don't matter. They are all working together at the end of the day. And it's like, yeah. it's it's way different, yeah. you know? So it's that. I mean, and it's also like, it's a, it's a very, very like class conscious show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and like the, there's the, I mean, I don't want to spoil, I, I, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but there is like, a, there's a scene where like, a trans person's boyfriend like yells at this like at your immigrant mother on the show and that like that was like a scene where i was like oh they fucking nailed it (laughs) like it's you know like that is that's it's very that's that's something where i think like a lot of times like that kind of gets like left out of the conversation which is like crazy because i do think that that is like ultimately I, I i think they're tied <laughs> raising class in terms of like in terms of like context yeah for like interactions with people you know Definitely. um yeah i think you yeah you really you really nailed it rami i've been meaning to ask you actually how was um how was ramadan during covid was it dip- like what was that like yeah the um it was so different man just because so it was weird. On one hand, it's kind of easier. I think we're all kind of experiencing this thing where we get up and sit on the computer and all of a sudden it's 7 p.m. And we're like, how yes. is it 7 p.m.? <laughs> and so in terms of fasting, where you're doing it from sunrise to sunset, I, 100% easier on that level. Um, because again, the day you're expending less energy, you're not moving around, you're hopefully in some air conditioning. Um, but I will say the the whole community vibe was really obviously not there. I mean, I usually during Ramadan will go to the mosque most nights and you're there praying from like 10 p.m. till midnight at least and, and you're seeing all these people and, and you also break fast with people and I usually see my family. And so um, to kind of do that uh, alone and, and look at it from that point of view, uh, it was really different, dude. I'm sure. I mean, we were doing a bunch of Zoom stuff. Where we were like actually like, praying on Zoom and like talking to people, but it's it's not the same. Uh, well, because I mean, I imagine like I can just. I mean, I've obviously have no reference, but I have to imagine like Ramadan. Like the day is hard work and shitty. You know, like fasting. It's probably hard. And then there's like a payoff at night, but you go to the mosque and like see everybody that's been doing it. Like 
it must be yeah it's just gotta be way harder if you're isolated you know the payoff there's no payoff at the end (laughs) no you know there there totally is it's just a different one it's it's a a, but it's you know you lose community i mean i think there's something too with um you know it's even it's just in islam it's in the culture where there are friday prayers where everyone gets together and um you could do that at the mosque or you could just get a group of people together but you're supposed to get a group of people together to pray at least you're you're obligated to at least once every three weeks on a friday so at least every three weeks you need to go once to to you know and i think it's because we're always wanting to make sure that we're in touch with our community you know and wanting to make sure that you know we're seeing each other and 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 communicating worshiping together all of that um so there's this big emphasis on being together and then you're not able to but i i did find myself um able to do things that i you know, wasn't able to do sometimes, sometimes you're seeing people a bunch and it gets really social. So it did in some ways feel more genuinely spiritual because I was like, man, it's just me, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and you kind of start going down some different rabbit holes that, um, you know, if I think about like the palette of my life and hopefully I get a bunch more Ramadans, uh, you know, it's, it was, it was kind of cool to switch it up, I guess. Well, I think a cool thing about your show is that, I mean, it definitely taught me a lot about like what Ramadan might be like and uh, and i even knew a little bit before that so i think for a lot of people it's like maybe even their first time seeing somebody just like go through ramadan you know it's um which is super i just like super important to even just like see somebody go through it in a normal way you know yeah i mean you definitely see someone like fail at it miserably but to even just like i think feel the um i just love people feeling like okay everyone getting together and praying feeling like people getting together to eat you you just kind of feel the energy of it in a way that um yeah those are images and things that have been my whole life and that people haven't seen i envy the community aspect of it especially watching the show i'm like bro he might he might get me to convert if he pushed a little bit he might be able to get me to convert. <laughs> oh, I mean, episode, episode two good good uh convert plot oh really yes. Okay, I'll be yeah, a, a troop, a troop. In fact, okay. All right, I'll have to we'll watch. See. I mean, I'm uh, gonna know, watch all anyway. This, all this and more. Yeah. <laughs> Season two. <laughs> I've never. This is like the usually. You know, usually we don't like talk about people's work this much. Well, I mean, the <laughs> like, man has a show which coming out, which is like out. a compliment to to you because I you you know usually we're like oh you know we don't but I I you know it's so good man. <laughs> yeah. we, we respect you, man. Yeah. We respect your work. Everybody else, maybe not so much. Who knows? Who's to say? <laughs> I respect like I, I would say I respect like I'd I respect I, one of maybe one or two 90, guests. Ninety, <laughs> yeah, ninety percent of our guests. No, I respect them all. But I would say yeah. There's yeah, maybe one one recent guest that I I don't respect. Oh, <laughs> but the sponsors. Push them on uh, you. Oh, Jacob, Jacob Wall. Oh, okay. I, mean, I was like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, of course. I'm I mean, not going to. context. Yeah. I wasn't like, yeah, I wasn't like talking about like some fucking comic. I, was, I mean, for, <laughs> yeah. that one's so obvious that for a second I was like, wait, who, who's right. Brandon talking about? Yeah. yeah Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, damn. Well, I thought I right, was well, leaving a little mystery for the audience. Like, there's one person <laughs> that we've interviewed that I hate. Yeah. No, yeah. Jacob yeah, sound Wall, off in like, the comments below. Yeah, guess guess what? Guess which of his guess peers? Guess he does not like. Um, but honestly, yeah, we could. Uh, everybody needs to watch the show. It's really good. I am a fan, so I was watching it and literally smiling. Like I'm so excited to talk to him. I'm like happy that we got to have you on again because I'm a big fan of the show. Um, oh, thanks. Everybody man. should watch it on Hulu season two. And obviously watch season one if you haven't yet already. But yeah, it is. Ass kissers. I mean, it's yeah, a fucking, really good show. I, fucking kissing ass. Yeah. Fucking kissing ass over here. Bro, I'm a, I'm a t- fan of TV. Even if he wasn't here, I'd be yeah, singing I'm its fa- praises. Yeah. By the way, you know, I love... I've, I mean, I'm almost done watching The Sopranos. Oh, so dude. funny how he says ass. <laughs> See, this he is... Says you, ass. You talked you talk a lot of shit about binge watching. Right now, case in point, why why uh, you're a living example for why you should binge watch is that now I've been in 2020 out. you're watching I've been the Sopranos. Spacing it out. 2000. I spacing out the Sopranos. So bad. Yeah. yeah. 
He's there. There's a there's this great scene. I do want to I do want to plug season two. We we plugged season two. I think sufficiently. <laughs> I do also want to plug uh one scene in The Sopranos. There's a scene where he's with his guma and she's reading uh chicken soup for the soul. And he's like, "What are you reading?" She goes, "Chicken soup for the soul." He goes, "You should read uh tomato sauce for your ass." <laughs> That's the Italian version. It's a great joke. So, yeah, you, uh, look you it heard it on, here first, up, uh, Brandon. Yeah, so Brandon bringing you some you, classic quotes from the 2004 so season so of be, Sopranos. So be sure to check out season two of Rami on Hulu, but also Google tomato sauce for your ass on YouTube and find that clip from the Sopranos. It's a, it's a good clip. Do that first because um, it, it'll help you that. understand season two of Rami. You could actually not watch season one of Rami, but if you watch the mm-hmm. Sopranos tomato sauce for your ass clip, you'll have <laughs> yes. what you need to jump right yeah. into season two. That's how yes. much context that clip gives us. People love culture, people love having their show plugged alongside a specific season of the Sopranos. Watch well, Rami's show, but clip. also watch the it's show from 2000. Clip. Yeah, watch it's New Jersey. Yeah, but they I, both take place in New Jersey. Okay, you know what? I'll give you that connection. That's true. Which I don't think Brandon was thinking about at the time. You kind of saved his ass right there. His ass. <laughs> you saved no, his no, ass. No, no, no. It's, yeah, it's tomato sauce for your ass. But no. Oh, also, okay. Well, this is a big pivot, but we will uh, include links to um, organizations you can donate to in the description. Also. Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. That is a that was yeah. a very big pivot. I briefly did not know what you were very, talking about. Very big pivot. It was but in no yeah, way that, related that to the Sopranos or your important. show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Well, it's a pleasure to talk to you again. Have you back on? Um, hopefully, look forward to seeing you in person sometime whenever we're allowed to. You know. Same. In the meantime, Same, guys. Great to see you over Damn. Zoom. All right. Good see shit. Y'all later. See ya. Thanks, guys. Bye.